Perfect. Hello. Welcome, everyone. It's Monday night, my favorite time. Welcome to Insights with Alicia. And uh, I'm in Phoenix, 7 p.m. here. I don't know where you are in the world. Some of my people that show up, I know um, where they are. I have someone in Seattle, and uh, it's only six where she is. But welcome to another episode of Insights with Alicia. What do we do here? We gather every week to learn and connect. I often say things and people want to know more about it. They enjoy the insight from the scientific psychic. There are so many things that I've experienced that have transformed my life. And I love being able to share these insights, not only with my clients, but with everyone. We talk about relationships, our behavior, so many skills that will literally change your life and the tools and ideas to support all those changes we want to make. And let's not forget about the animals. We talk about them too. Sorry, my computer's freaking out. Um, I'm Alicia Sweezer, owner of Who Knew Healing. For those of you who don't know me, I am an intuitive life coach, animal consultant and communicator, psychic medium, and intuitive mentor. And I provide healing and growth opportunities for people and animals. For those of you listening as a podcast, welcome. If you'd like to join or see the video version, it'll be uploaded to the YouTube channel tonight under Alicia Sweezer. And even better, join us live on Monday nights. I would love to have you. And those of you watching on Facebook, fingers crossed. Um, if you'd like to comment, please join us by the Zoom link because I am not able to see the Facebook comments right now. And one of the reasons that I love doing insights with Alicia and connecting with you guys every Monday night is because it gives you a place to start to create something different in your life. I get to shine light on things and show a different perspective for how you can create change for yourself. And then you get to choose to continue to go down your path and work with me individually to transform at a deeper level and usually a quicker pace. So one of the things before we delve into chatting tonight, I want to remind everyone, I will be interviewing the amazing Liani Dawson next Monday, Monday, March 6th for Insights with Alicia. Uh, the interview will happen earlier in the day because she is in Australia, but I will live stream it, um, the recording that night. So please still join me at seven. And um, as usual, It'll be loaded uh, to YouTube and to the podcast platforms afterwards. Um, Liani Dawson is a massive business success and an amazing person. I have used her courses for my business and it changed everything for me. This woman has an enormous impact on the world. She's Australian and extremely funny. Who doesn't love that? I am so excited to be a part of her world. She's the CEO of her own business and has generated over $13 million in revenue. Best-selling author of many books, has won so many business awards and um, uh, global global brand business making a difference award. It's it's I'm just so excited when I say this woman has a global impact. It's an understatement, and I get to be one of the people lucky enough to interview her. You don't want to miss it. And we're going to talk about so many things. Like I said, this woman's always authentically herself, and that is one of the main things we're going to talk about because that is one of the main things we talk about here every Monday night. And did I mention she's Australian? Don't miss it. Okay. So what are we going to talk about tonight? The universe said this. I was like, okay. So y'all remember that song, that classic salt and pepper song? Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Remember, where's my 90s people? Okay. So tonight, that's probably considered an oldies by now. I don't want to talk about that. We're going to talk about sex. And probably not in the way that some of you may be hoping. <laughs> so just saying. Um, where this came from is I was having a session with one of my clients a few weeks ago. And we were discussing things in his current relationship. 
And when we got to the sex part, we spoke about sexual chemistry, emotional intimacy, et cetera. And then he said to me, he didn't know the difference between sex and making love. And that was so interesting to me because there very much is a big difference. Now I get the term making love may seem cliche to some of you. And like I said, there very much is a big difference between them. Anyone can have sex. Sex is the physical act of two bodies joining. Making love has many pieces to it. So what are some of those pieces? Physical attraction, sexual tension, sexual chemistry, emotional intimacy, passion, and there is an energetic component. Now, does sex have some of these components? Absolutely. Sex has physical attraction, sexual tension, and usually sometimes um, sexual chemistry. Just depends on where you're at uh, in your relationship connection with the person. And so we are going to look at these to see the differences between sex and making love. One isn't better than the other. There is zero judgment here. When you are in a relationship, there are different, um, when you are in a relationship, focus, <laughs> there are differences that uh, affect the situation and contribute from each one. This isn't about whether you're supposed to wait to have sex or not have sex. I know so many people, particularly coaches, have so many opinions on that. And the truth is, is that it works different for everyone. Just like everyone, I was talking about this today, you know, everyone says, oh, when you have a breakup, you're supposed to wait two years before you date again. No. Now, yes, we definitely want to pause, grieve some, see, you know, take inventory, look at ourselves. and. That timeline is different for everyone. It isn't set in stone. And I'm not, you guys know this, I'm not big on absolutes. And there are a few, usually those are the universal laws that I uh, ascribe to. But like I said, it's different for everyone. So this isn't about when to have sex. This is just showing the differences between, as you'll start to see as we talk about this, sex versus making love. Both are fine, judgment-free. And... um we're going to talk about this so that you can consciously choose which one and at what time is a match for you. And one of the reasons we're talking about this is because so many times people mistake sex for love. They must love me if they're having sex with me. It's not always true. So many times people believe they're in a relationship, especially an exclusive relationship because they're having sex with someone. That is also not always true. And actually, those are two separate things. So being, you know, if you think you're in an exclusive relationship without having that conversation, you may not be. And just because you're sleeping with someone doesn't mean that you're in a relationship and doesn't mean that you're in an exclusive relationship. That's where those conversations come from. That's what you guys hear me talking about all the time. <laughs> so, um, so what are the components that constitute making love? We're going to start with physical attraction. This is usually the first step of this whole evolutionary dance that we do, right? In, in the animal world, separate from human, I mean, humans are animals, but you know what I'm talking about here. Um, that's the first sign, right? It's always strong, uh, survival of the strongest, the survival of the fittest. Males, except for um, humans, I was thinking about this today. I know this is like a little bit of an offshoot, but most species out there, the males are the ones that have the decor, right? They have the big manes that they're lions. If they're birds, like every freaking color that we can even imagine. And the the female, the women birds, the female birds, 
are brown, <laughs> right? Peacocks are walking around with all their feathers and all of these other kinds of birds, um, bugs, right? Male species, but they get the, the big, uh, they have the bigger pinchers. They have all this kind of stuff. The males have the adornments. And yet when you look at the human species, it's women that do all that, right? It's It's women that are doing their hair, doing their makeup, doing their nails, shaving everywhere, you know, wearing clothes and heels and all of this kind of stuff. I, like I said, I know that's an offshoot. It's just a little observation that goes on in my scientific brain that I'll let you guys in on this night. <laughs> so as I said, physical attraction, the first step in this evolutionary dance that we do. I do not know why my uh, speaking is mixed up tonight. So for sex and making love, physical attraction is a key component for both of them. There is something about this person physically that makes you think, hey, I just might want to see them naked. So I, I'm pretty sure that one's self-explanatory. We're not going to go into physical attraction real deep. <laughs> so, um, so the next component that we're going to talk about is sexual tension. Sexual tension is what gets created from the flirting, the bantering, the teasing, and usually the waiting. Waiting allows space and time for more sexual tension to be created. Like I said, no judgment here. This isn't any kind of you need to wait to have sex kind of thing. This is just one of the differences that gets created. Waiting means you're not unconsciously choosing instant gratification and then wondering why you didn't create what you wanted. It's just all about being aware here. So the next component so we have physical attraction, sexual tension. The next component is sexual chemistry. Sexual chemistry is created by, right, the physical attraction, sexual tension, and time spent with the other person. It's where you find out each other's sexual preferences, sexual tendencies, gender preferences, all of that kind of stuff that goes into our sex life, right? That part of our relationships. And so that's where we really get to see is someone a match for that particular part of our relationship. That's where the chemistry is created. The next step that goes on is emotional intimacy. Now, this is one of the places where it shifts from being the act of sex into the act of making love. And I think sexual chemistry for my own, this is all, I mean, everything I say tonight is my own personal opinion, right? But I think such a sexual chemistry starts us down that road as well. And emotional intimacy is created when we're vulnerable with someone and they really see and hear us. They are in allowance of who we really are. We share our thoughts, our beliefs, our fears, and our insecurities. This is like I said, is an important component in making love versus having sex. And emotional intimacy can increase the sexual chemistry. This is where fundamental core connection starts to get created. Many times people will mistake physical intimacy for emotional intimacy, which can easily happen because of all the hormones and all the endorphins that get released during sex. So have you ever noticed when people stop having sex or the sex rate in the relationship slows down, they find themselves not really connected to that person. They find they really don't have anything in common, that they don't have anything to talk about. And that sometimes it's even hard to talk to that person at all. Like I said, it happens, no judgment. 
And it gives us an opportunity to look at what we are or what we were consciously and con unconsciously choosing and what we mean individually of having sex with someone. Because like I said, it's very easy. Humans, I, I forget what we, we were talking about this, where humans, we just have this assumption part where it's like, oh, well, we're spending time together. We just assume we're in a relationship. No. So this is that place where emotional intimacy starts to um, create this connection. And it's a required foundational building block for making love and a lasting relationship. So the next part we're going to talk about is passion. And after my client said he didn't know the difference between sex and making love, we started talking about all of these previous topics and especially what passion was. Passion a lot of times gets confused with sexual attention. And most of all, passion gets, get, gets confused with drama. Drama is not passion. I want to repeat that. Drama is not passion. How many times have we seen in the movies, people have a big fight or something dramatic happens, and then they are overcome with passion for each other and they have sex. This is called trauma bonding. It's not passion. I know it looks good on the screen. It's actually a trauma bond. <laughs> so many times people think this back and forth, this push and pull is passion and it isn't. It is the abandonment and the fear of intimacy dance that humans do. When someone's fear of intimacy gets triggered, right? Example, they let someone get close to them. They create drama by getting angry, withdrawing, per pushing the other person away, and so many other things. And that triggers the abandonment in the other person who then chases and feels like the need to prove their love. This is one of the main things that I work with people on in their relationships is this back and forth and their need to prove their love and, and that sort of thing. Very, very different between proving your love and demonstrating that there's a mutual investment. Very, very different. But until we start to look at it that way, we think this drama is passion. And every, like I said, everyone thinks this back and forth is passion. It's not. It's not unconditional love. It's chaos, codependency, and dysfunctional coping behaviors. I have talked with so many people about this pattern, just in general, not even uh, about the sex part of their relationships. And these people have chosen to do a lot of growth and repattering because when you're used to this drama cycle and you think it's love, when unconditional love does show up, you think it's boring. You think it isn't real because it doesn't have the back and forth drama. It doesn't have the illusion of effort and the quote unquote, we're working on our relationship. You feel that when people are like, we're working on it. Now, are there times where we have to invest more and be more on purpose with our relationships? Because, you know, we do know relationships are quote unquote work. That's not what I'm talking about here. This is the, where we're, we're trying to force something. We're working on it. We're trying to, you know, round peg square hole kind of thing of like, we're, we're, we're making it work. This is not the true work and investment a sustainable relationship requires. It's dysfunction. And we've all been there. You know, like I said, and we're taught, society teaches us that passion is drama and it's really not. So what is passion truly created from? Passion is from all the things that we've spoken about, the physical attraction, the sexual tension, the sexual chemistry, 
and the emotional intimacy. When you have significant amounts of emotional intimacy with someone, the passion, the level, the effect, the, um, what's the other word I'm looking for? (laughs) You know, that feeling that is so much bigger and so much more substantial when you have this foundation than the drama that's just a hit once in a while. And then we get addicted to that. And then we keep chasing that hit over and over and over. If anyone's ever been in a narcissistic relationship, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And even if you've been in a relationship with someone who wasn't a narcissist, this back and forth, we get addicted to the adrenaline. We get addicted to the drama because we think, oh, this is the one. This is the one because it's so hard. We have to make it work. That's what makes us true love because that's what society says. That's what the movie says. And the opposite is actually true. So let's talk about the last part, which is the energetic component of sex and making love. Everyone feels energy. This isn't a woo-woo thing. This is the part that cracks me up about what I do. Everyone's like, oh, energy is so woo-woo. Mm-mm. Energy is science. That's a fact. <laughs> so energy is also different than being an empath. So every one creature You know, we've talked about the animals, every living thing, we won't get into the rest of it tonight. Every living thing feels energy. Now, depending on how developed and aware you are of how you feel energy, this concept may be new to you. If you're interested in opening or increasing your energetic awareness development, book a session. And there's another insights with Alicia um, on this topic. It's called energy tools you must have and will change your life. Totally highly recommend it. (laughs) So When two bodies and two beings come together, there's an energetic connection made and the energies intertwine. When someone is an energetic match, this adds another experience to making love. It adds another level. As well as when someone isn't an energetic match, it can have a different effect on sex also. So I invite you to honor this energetic component and whatever it is telling you. One of the things that can happen is when the intimate act is over and someone shuts down or disassociates immediately, not even from something being wrong. It can be very painful energetically and emotionally for those people who are aware of this energetic component of making love. It's like the energy and the connection gets sliced. And if you're aware, like I said, of this energetic component, it can feel like abandonment. It can feel like loneliness and it can really feel like you're being unloved. Sometimes none of that is actually happening. It is just simply one person has moved on to the next thing, whether that be sleeping, getting up to move about their day, finish the rest of the evening. And if it is actually happening, if they are truly disassociating, then there's information in there for you as well. So in all of these cases, it gives us the opportunity to have a conscious conversation with our partner about what's happening and how we can shift this together. Sometimes it's just easy as something spoken or another smooshy cuddle to close the connection in a full circle way. That's what we're looking for so that that slicing doesn't happen. So what are the components that we talked about tonight as far as what goes into sex and what goes into creating um making love. It's the physical attraction, sexual attention, sexual chemistry, emotional intimacy, passion. And now we know about this energetic component. Um, 
I have yet to ever, I mean, I have this conversation, obviously with my friends or with my clients, but I haven't really ever seen anything written about the energetic component of what goes on during sex or making love. So I, that doesn't mean it's not out there. I just haven't seen it. So it is one of the things that I wanted to touch on tonight because, you know, I, this is what I do, right? My world is energy and the people, my listeners and my clients and all of the people in my world, you guys are a match, right? We connect because that is one of the main things that we connect about. So um, I hope that was helpful uh, to gain some clarity on what the differences are. So, and what you're choosing either consciously or unconsciously, and to be able to learn the differences between the two actions. And where it can get fuzzy sometimes. Like I said, sex doesn't always mean love. And passion is not drama. <laughs> Does that mean that sometimes passion can't be dramatic? No. That's another part that can get fuzzy. It's like there's sometimes you're passionate with someone and it can be dramatic. Very different than saying passion is created from drama. So, um, and if you're thinking that now you have some information to shift for yourself and choose that. Okay. So I hope this was all helpful for you tonight. Never, you know, did I think we would get on here talking about sex, <laughs> but it comes up with my client. I was like, oh, I know he's not the only person. And, and those conversations, like I said, with multiple people about, you know, what they think sex is and what it means and drama and passion and sexual tension and chemistry and all this kind of stuff. So I'm glad that we were able to connect and talk about this and especially that energetic component, because, you know, we know there's so much happening in the world right now. And so many people are having their awakening and becoming aware of what's true and real for them on such a higher level. And so this is the place where we get to start to talk about those kind of things. And, um, and I love that we get to do that. So uh, I hope it was helpful. People are putting in the chat that they love our Monday nights together. I do too. Um, join me again next Monday. And uh, if there's people you want to share this with, if you know someone who thinks drama is passion or if passion is drama, send them the link. Um, it'll be uploaded to the YouTube channel under Alicia Sweezer tonight. Subscribe, like, do all the things, share it. Um, and thank you, as always, to everyone who has donated to my Cosmic Tip Jar. Um, it allows me to create more free things that I can give to people. And if anyone feels led to do so, the links are always in the event info. Uh, there's multiple options. Thank you so much. And if you have a specific question about one of the categories that I spoke about tonight, then send me a DM or an email this week, and I will answer that question for free by DM or email. And if you're like, heck, this is exactly what I am looking for. This is me. I am the person that does this, or I want to learn this other part that you're like this energy part that you're talking about. Book a session, call for your free discovery call. Let's see what we can change together. Um, okay. That's it for tonight, everyone. This was fabulous. I was so excited to connect with you all. And don't forget next Monday, Liani Dawson. It's going to be awesome. I'm super excited. She is a global sensation. So uh, join me next Monday and I will see you guys then. I hope you have a fabulous week. It's almost March. I have no idea how that happened. Um, and the weather is crazy all over the US. I don't know where some of you are joining me from, but it weather is crazy in all parts of the US. <laughs> so I have family back home in Michigan and they didn't have power for days. And so um, I am in Arizona. I have been very, very fortunate uh, for the weather that we're having here, but everyone be safe 
and have a great week. And I will see you all next Monday. Thanks so much, everyone. Bye.